Okay, how about this? We see 27 and mm-hmm. 14, right. but how did you actually get that? Right. Did you post somebody up in college? Did you did you sit here with the left hand, grab it, turn and face, get him in and dunk it? Right. No. You got 12 points on fast break. You got 12 points sitting here, you know, waiting for another player to do something, and you come in with the tomahawk. Right. Right. So when I say you dominated, your stats are dominated, right. but are you at 6'6", six, six, power forward, right. which you're undersized, you're 285. Right. Sounds amazing. Right. Sounds, it sounds great. But in reality, if I say, well, he's Westbrook's height, but he's Shaq's rookie weight, everybody's like, ooh, that's not, ooh. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what he is. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode five of the Line of Sports podcast. I am your host, Temi Okalate. And with me, as always, I have my boy, Kenneth Tanner. Yo. And I have my man who is back. Malik Pathmont. Yes, sir. Yes, Welcome sir. back, G. Welcome back, Appreciate G. We're, we're glad to have you. We're gonna yeah. get we're gonna get right into it. Talk about the lineup for today. Was Duke's season a failure? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna break that down a little bit. Uh Gilbert Arenas made an appearance in the media again again this past week talking about Zion talking about Zion Williamson. We'll get into his comments and see if he was right or wrong about them. We're gonna talk about OBJ finally. Uh, had his first press conference with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, we're going to talk about if, you know, Cleveland's a little overhyped right now. And then we're going to do our final countdown as always. But back to back to the start, I'm going to start with this. Everyone needs to relax about Duke basketball right now. People who are saying that Duke is overhyped or not, not overhyped, but the season was a failure. Just, just calm down. Take a deep breath. <sighs> And look at the bigger picture. Look at the bigger picture. They had four freshman starters. Four freshman starters. And everyone, I mean, they are—they were the most talented team. So obviously, was it a was it a disappointment to an extent? Yes. But was the season a complete and utter failure? Just there's no way. There's no way. Let's look at the the teams right now that are in the final four. In the final four right now. Out of the 20 starters that are going to be playing in the final four, we only have two freshmen. We have four sophomores starting, six juniors, eight seniors. That's telling. What does that? What does that? What does that show you? Freshmen are inexperienced. They have not been there. They have not done that. It's going to be difficult for them to string off six wins in a row in a competition that's one win and out. I guarantee you, if it's a seven-game series, Duke wins because they learn, they adapt, they grow, they become a better team. But in a in a tournament with so much parity, anything can happen, and people need to understand that. It's disappointing we're not going to see Don in the Final Four. It's disappointing we're not going to see RJ in the Final Four. But at the end of the day, they were ACC champs, had an amazing season. Zion improved his draft stock. This team is going to be, we're going to be here seeing 30 for 30s on Zion season this year. I mean, honestly, like it's 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 been a great season for him. I'm, I'm happy I got to enjoy it and watch it for what it was. It's going to it's gonna be fun, man. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how this team and the players that are on it perform at the next level. So, no, Coach K, great job again handling these young professionals, uh, just young amateurs, but they're, they're professionals, whatever. But yeah, exactly. Another topic for another day. But, um, no, this this season was not a failure. And, uh, boys, let me get your thoughts. Malik, what, what, what you thinking, man? 
I am, I'm sorry to start off being on the fence with everything, but I'm going to go 50 50 on this. I think yes and no for failure on the year. Uh, yes goes a lot with, or the no part comes a lot with what you just said, Sammy. Uh, just seeing how just the overall team just was able to progress throughout the season. They, they struggled a little bit once Zion got injured uh, towards the midway point when they played Carolina. And at that point, we weren't even sure if that team was going to be able to really pull themselves together and actually make a tournament run and go as deep as they did. So to make it all the way into the Elite Eight is something I could commend them for um, off the bat. But I, I would have to say yes at the same time because we're looking at the legacy of Duke basketball. Duke basketball, all they're focused on is getting to championships, um, specifically Final Four runs. They want to cut down those nets. They, they want to go out there and put banners up. And for, for Zion and that team, Coach K arguably had some of the best talent that he's ever had uh, in the history of Duke basketball, all on the same court. Um, and for him to not even make it to a Final Four, for him not even to be competitive on that level, um, I, I got to say for him, has to feel some type of uh, a failure in his regard uh, to win the ACC championship is one thing. Um, and that was an impressive run for Zion to be able to come back. What two, three games right before that and, and string off a series of games where he deserves to be player uh, of the tournament in that, but just to see where the last weekend of the tournament. Now we don't see Duke in there. Uh, Virginia is the only number one seed to actually make it into that. But just overall Duke had the entire season in their hands. And, uh, for that side, I got to say the winning aspect of it, they failed. They, they really did. But at the same time, when it comes to the overall part of just showcasing your talent, they won. They dominated the mainstream media Then they're going to until the NBA draft and beyond. Uh, this overall season was impressive for them, and it means a ton for them going next year as far as recruitment. So uh, yes and no. Yeah, I totally, I totally get you, Malik. And you kind of like set the tone for my, my argument as well. I think I am on the fence as well. Uh, it's, it's tough. I definitely see how this season can be looked as looked at as an as a wash um, when it comes to the amount of talent, like we're all saying, on the Duke squad. Um, arguably, top the top three number. I mean, top three NBA draft picks, or two of the top three draft picks are on that team, right? With RJ and Zion, um, it's it's it was tough. And I think when you have that talent on that team, you don't you don't play for an ACC ACC championships or you, you don't play for elite eights, right? You play to win it, win it all. And they didn't win it all. So I, I do see how we can say that the season was a wash. I also want to look in and, you know, maybe Tim, you got, you got, you know, a little bit more about this, but when we talk about uh, rookies or freshmen, right. What was the last freshman team to really? Yeah. Play, right? Yeah. So I, I, I was going to, I was going to mention that, bring it up. Um, if you look at like, we, I think we all can agree. Maybe the one and done era started with John Wall, yeah, right, and that Kentucky sure. team. Since that time, we've only had two real teams that were freshman led that led, you know, led their teams to NCAA championships. One being the Anthony Davis team, mm-hmm. um, the Anthony Davis Kentucky team, um, and then we had the Duke, the Duke team led by Jaleel Okafor, Tyus mm-hmm. Jones, yeah. Justice Winslow, yeah. and that's. I mean, and that's with a lot of great one and done teams too. Let's look at the John Wall team, for instance. They had six six pros, six guys who stepped on an NBA court and got to the Elite Eight and were bounced. I mean, this is you have to like people have to understand and look at the big picture. Let's say so next year for Duke, right? I talked to my good friend, shout out Cannon Duke, about next year. He's not he's not crazy 
impressed with the recruiting class I, like because it's it's hard to yeah, it's hard yeah. to top, it's, it's hard to top one, two, and three, right? Yeah. But at the same time, it, let's say let's say Trey Jones comes back, the 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 mission is still the same. If they have Trey Jones starting at, as a sophomore, coming back with experience, and then they have a top they have a top three uh, uh, recruit coming in as well, and and some others, but there's still going to be ex- expectations not going to change even with Zion gone with RJ gone. They're still going to be expecting Final Four. I, or I you, you know what I mean? Are a lot higher, especially I, for casual watchers of the yeah, game. Yeah, right? of course. I think a lot of people. I, I, and I get that, but I, and I I understand that so completely. That's, that's where I can see that how the majority of us can see this as a wash because yeah, they're always going to have hopes, mm-hmm. but there's not going to be as much pressure right. as this team had this year. No, I understand, and I just I, because of sheer talent. No, I completely right. get that. But I, I can make an argument, right, that, that that John Wall team and DeMarcus Cousins team was more talented, like top to bottom, more talented than this team. DeMarcus Cousins, perennial all-star. John Wall, perennial all-star. Eric Bledsoe, borderline star. Patrick Patterson, veteran player who's going to be in the league for 12 to 15 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I'm missing a couple of players they off the top of my NBA, head. They, they, yeah, so they had they more NBA talent. They had more NBA talent, and people are, like, people are going to overlook that. But no, that... That season for them, I wouldn't even deem it. I mean, it was a huge loss. Don't get it was a huge shock, but it they're freshmen. And it's yeah. and anything can happen in one game. Do you think Michael Jordan would be six and zero in the finals if it was a one game series? No. But no. I think I think again, it's it's because Zion's on that team, right? And oh, of course. We gotta compare we'll have to compare the star of John Wall back in the day on No, game. oh no, no. It's not the it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. That with that being said, I think because the Duke team had so many casual eyes. Everyone knows Zion. Your mom knows Zion. She doesn't watch basketball, right? Right. It, it put a lot of pressure on that team, and you could definitely see how this season could be a wash because they didn't achieve, you know, the overall goal. But yeah, back to that point. I think the reason expectations are so high is because, you know, I think Zion is truly the first like high school media. Like I might be, I might be wrong. There's probably others, but like. His high school like media mixtape, like his mixtapes were like those. Like that's when social he came in right as social media exploded. Like I mean, absolutely exploded. Like from his sophomore year in high school, I knew who he was. I knew what he was doing. Like yeah, people learned. Or yeah. were, during the time Zion was coming up, I think people were learning how to use social media. A exactly. Lot better, right? mm-hmm. uh, Instagram was getting a lot better with you know. Yeah. Got to get too techy about right. stuff. Yeah, right. exactly. Especially yeah. identifying talent earlier on, yeah. like being able to see a guy like him, his name was identifiable. Like all that stuck out really early. Right. Do you think? I don't want to change the topic real quick. I know we're running on time on this topic, but do you think you Zion is a bigger star than the Ball family? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. One million percent. Because the the focus is what's on the court. Yeah, it's on all the court focus. Not, not, I'm no. talking about like just and look, pure, and, pure pure people talking. And let me and let me give you why. Let me because yeah. every single time that you look at Zion and you see the coverage about him, as much as ESPN can't really show all the video footage yeah. from his games, um, you're looking at highlights. You're looking at the eyeball test with Zion. You're seeing him yeah. actually put the plays in that you're saying, wow, this is what brings him on. Perfect example. I'm literally I'm at dinner a couple of, um, weeks ago yeah. watching Zion um, in the, the first round of the tourney. Uh, actually, no, I was watching him against uh, Chapel Hill when they finish up uh, during the ACC tournament. And um, I'm literally playing it at dinner with my girlfriend at the table. She has no idea who Zion is. I point out to him like who I point out to her who she is or who he is. As soon as he goes 
into the game, he gets one of those clothesline, like, closeout blocks, like, yeah. immediately. That attracts us to the game. She's watching every Zion game since. Knows a little about basketball, but that's the type of attractiveness that his game alone was able to bring. Right. The ball family was just all talk. Yeah, and back to- Yeah, but not just speaking on, just, like, pure stardom, not, yeah. like, on the court, off the court. Let's I see. It. Let's think. Of, let's think about uh, college basketball covers this year, right? Yeah. Be, let, and let's be honest. In the regular season, was there any? There, was there any team that was talked about like extensively other than Duke? Not one. Oh, I mean, not even. So in Lonzo's year, we had Jason Tatum. That Duke team was very exciting. Mm-hmm. We had De'Aaron Fox, who absolutely killed him in college. I mean, we had there was stories. Markel Fultz was obviously not. He wasn't there. I'm not comparing his media hype. But he was deemed the better player at the time. I mean, there was there was players that it wasn't just one team being covered. It was everyone was talking about LeVar Ball. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, for sure. But I think I think the hype on Zion this year, I think it's it's I think it's another level. Honestly, and and that hype that hype goes hand in hand with the biggest currency in media, which is potential. People will sell you on potential all day. And back then, the whole ball family had potential to be great. We'll see where they are now. And Zion has the potential to be right now. We'll see where he goes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, 100%. I mean, the Zion hype is real. It's very real. A lot of people have been talking about him. A lot of people have been talking about his game. Gilbert Arenas, former NBA All-Star, had a lot to say about Zion's game um, earlier, I think, this past week. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, talk uh, essentially said I'm going to summarize here because it was it was a long it was a long clip essentially said Zion doesn't truly have skill um, you heard the clip earlier he does he doesn't he, he was just saying he doesn't really have skill and that's kind of something that you know a lot of people have been a lot of people have been speaking about it and I, and Gilbert Arenas made some good points I want you guys to go back and listen to this this uh this part uh listen to his comments essentially saying that he's never had to develop anything because he's just been more athletic and stronger than everybody which is a fact but i will say this gilbert and just to preface gilbert arenas is my favorite grass basketball player of all time i'm a huge wizards fan no bias no bias so i love him but i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna check him a little bit here how many how many college athletes honestly come like especially players like zion who are just physical freaks i.e. Blake Griffin um, and guys like that actually come in with true skill, right? So when Blake Griffin was in college, right, this guy could not, he he could not hit a a shot past 10 feet away from the rim. Like could not. Zion can hit a three at this point. Blake Griffin wasn't as strong as Zion at this point. He had to, now, if you look at Blake Griffin coming into the league, Blake Griffin now, his body's completely transformed. You know what I mean? He had to develop the passing game. He had to develop the sh- the jump shot. And with the talent that Zion has, that's going to come. When you when you see the athleticism, the things that are going to help him, you know, translate to the next level, the first step, the fact that he's probably going to play the four and be a quasi Draymond Green to start off his career cuz he can he can handle the ball, he can he can lead the he could lead the break. These are the things that are going to make him successful right out of the gate. So for people who are, you know, Saying that, you know, the skill, the lack of skill is going to hinder him. It won't. Shaq came into the league, wasn't tremendously skilled. He was a physical freak. He made it work. And this happens with a lot of people. Um, So, Gilbert, I'm sorry. I get what you're saying. But at the same time, it's kind of, 
kind of flawed. It's kind of flawed. And we you got to look at the big again, look at the bigger picture. He's more athletic than most people. He's stronger than most people. He works harder than a lot of people his age. He will be extremely successful in the league. I'm going to repeat this again. Zion will be fine in the league. But guys, let's talk about this again. Was Gilbert right about Zion? See, I always have a a problem when you compare like Zion to the greats, right? And say the greats did it, so you know Zion can do it. I know Timmy briefly mentioned Shaq, right? Shaq is top five centers all all time, pretty top, much top three, you know, solid, right? I mean, top five, no argument, yeah. right? It's it's so hard. And when we talk about Blake Griffin's strength as well, like how, how strong do you really need in basketball? Blake Griffin was a freak when he came into came into the NBA when he healed up that after. And so and so was I. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I agree. I'm just saying, like, I think. Gilbert does have a point when it comes to he hasn't had to develop any skill. So there is uncertainty or we can't just assume that he will develop a skill, if that makes sense, right? He, he's so used to being more athletic, having a quicker first step can, can almost, like I, I tell everybody, he's almost playing free safety out there and freelancing uh, um, when it comes to his offense, right? Uh, and his defense is great. That's, that's just pure effort and, and athleticism, so I think that's fine. But there, there is a challenge, or there could be a challenge when it comes to can he learn some moves within, within the basketball game, right? When you don't have that athleticism where, where you're going against people just as big as you, if not bigger. And that size, that 6'6", again, we're assuming at 6'6", mm. can be a challenge, you know? So I, I, see, I see his points. I mean, yeah, he has valid points as far as his skill set, but I, I don't think that's going to translate in him not being like elite immediately coming into the league it, i mean that's it, i i just i would like to see it you know i don't know if, well i it, don't know maybe it's just me i don't know the last player i thought maybe ben simmons i guess so that's not that long ago but who was the last player you thought that was going to be elite out of college when they came to the league no one that has no had one in the last on. no one in the last no one's had Zion's Zion's before. andrew wiggins people were people were very i mean he didn't he didn't he didn't live up to it, but people so came in. You think of, uh, Blake ben, Griffin, ben too. Simmons, Blake Griffin as well. Simmons, Blake Griffin as well. I thought Ben Simmons would be great in the league, and he's yeah. great in the league, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, but, it's just like, it's but, not every player. Is but no, he's bona fide going to be great in this league. There's not, there's no arguing that. And there's so many intangibles that he has already Thank you. that Thank just you. speaks so many volumes beyond what Gilbert is trying to criticize him for as far as skill set. Comparatively to his peers, like, you for Zion, Zion's one of those players where you know the great players by the eyeball test. It's really that simple. Yeah. You can look at a player yeah. and say, man, when you see Giannis going down the lane, you know, like, man, you developed that. You worked on that. That doesn't just happen. Even though you're physically gifted, I want to see, like, mentally how you're processing that and moving your body in the right way. Zion has always been, uh, for the for, at least for Duke in the last, I say, two years, very, very elite when it comes to his basketball IQ. Um, and that's the most impressive part of his game. And that's a skill set that I think is hard to to measure right now. For him to be able to have the foresight to be like, I would not only want to play for one of the best teams in Duke, but I want to go to one of the best coaches um, in college basketball. That's for me going into like his situation saying, hey, I want to take my skill set and take it beyond what average players are already doing. I want to combine that with something that's already great. Yeah, I think, obviously, I would like to see, maybe people probably know more about Zion than me, but did he really take his, like, skill to the next level when he went from high school to college? 
I don't know. I think, I think defensively, so. possibly. Yeah, for, I, 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 I definitely. I so. I, he had to have improved. There's I no. Mean, there's no way he he's under Coach Kane. I mean, he's not improving. And you look at the talent on that team. He led that team in blocks. He led that team in steals. He led that team like in rebounds. And he didn't take heavily on your athleticism. And look, and his, his, his excuse me, say that again. Rely heavily on your athleticism. You know, like and he like, can do that. But that's what he's gonna do in the. You can rely on your athleticism in the NBA. That's what Blake walked. Blake Griffin walked into this league at 23 and 12. Like let's think about that. Obviously, he had the, the gap year because of his yep. injury. Same thing with Imagine Ben. Zion same thing with Ben Simmons. Year. Same exactly. thing with Joel Embiid. Yep. He's not, Zion's not going to have that. He's not going to be as old as these guys. Mm-hmm. A fair play, I get that. But at the same time, let's let's look at this league right now. This league is built for Zion. It really is. With the four, I think Zion's going. to... I've thought about this for a while now. Zion's going to play the four in the NBA. If I if I'm if I'm a betting man, he's going to play the four. So Gilbert talked. He he referred to referred to. Can Zion come off a pin down? Uh, can, can he come off a pin down screen? I'm like Zion's, Zion's never gonna do. He's gonna be the one setting the screen. You, you know what I mean? Like yeah, that's, that's that's the player that's, he is. That's not knowing his position. Oh, you're, you're saying no. I'm I'm, I'm saying, but I'm yeah. yeah like if I'm if I'm if I'm a, I think he will play the four. Like Charles Barkley in in the in the toughest era of, of basketball was six foot, was a six foot five power forward who was not as athletic. As I'm, Charles Barkley was a freak athlete, don't get me wrong, but he's not he's not Zion by any means. By any means, Zion's athleticism is going to carry him until the skill develops. Look, and again, this is not this is not me comparing him to LeBron. I'm just in terms of when LeBron walked into this league, offensively, I wouldn't say challenge. He just relied on his athleticism, and even to, to this to this day, what is LeBron's go like? What is LeBron's go to move? LeBron still mostly relies on his. His immense, the probably the greatest basketball IQ ever, mm-hmm. and his athleticism. Still, I mean, obviously he's a much smarter player than he was <laughs> rookie season to now. He's he's developed offensively tremendously, but LeBron's not an like. That's he, a really good he, question. That's a go-to move. Like what? What is Le, LeBron? Doesn't, doesn't LeBron have, doesn't have a go, doesn't have he doesn't have a go-to move? There's some there's some guys in this league that will always rely on that athletic prowess, and Zion is one of those. Zion is one of those players that he's gonna he's gonna be a top five athlete for for his whole career. Mm-hmm. For his whole career. The issue now is can he I think he's gonna have to drop weight. He I don't think he can play at 285 his whole career. Mm-hmm. Cause the people don't people his weight don't usually slaughter your knees. Yeah, they don't slim down and hit, the way he goes up and down, especially there's no way he's gonna be able to last at 285. Yeah, it's a lot on your knees. Fours too. It's gonna be tough to do. Probably gonna have to drop 20 pounds, right? Mm-hmm. And he can do it because he works hard. Um, he's going to have to develop the three, obviously, in this league. But he, he's shown that he can hit – his jump shot's not broken. He can hit the three. The jump shot's not broken, right? Mm-hmm. So all these things that people are – the nitpickers, like my guy Gilbert, you know, just think about the big picture. His first step, faster than most. His athleticism, faster than most. His will to win, greater than most. Like, I mean, all these things – are going to work in his favor, which is why I think he's going to walk into the league of star. Walk into the league of star because I've seen others do it before. Mm. I've seen okay. others do it before. Uh, quick question: uh, For him to walk into the league of star, which team does he have the best potential on? The Knicks, the Hawks, or the Grizzlies? <sighs> the Knicks. I'm gonna go the Hawks. I, I, I think the Hawks would be great. I think the Hawks would be great, but in terms of star, but like, yeah, they will put everything in his hands. There's no brighter light than New York. What if he? Do you think he'll be the same star though? If you bring in two other stars, right? Because I'm just yeah, because he'll 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 be he'll be, a, he'll be a he'll be a highlight reel. Still, yeah. he'll still be the most athletic. He'll still 
produced the most highlights yeah. on that team. And, and I, I got to agree with that. And the one thing I learned the most about Zion during this run is his poise, man. Look, that last loss, like every game that he won, lost, you can tell that he's he's bringing something different to the game mentally. Yeah, he shows a lot of leadership. Yeah. He really does. Yeah, he is. He is a leader. He is a leader. Um, it, <laughs> I think it's going to be interesting going forward into this NBA season, see how he impacts a team. If he, if he takes the locker room by storm, mm-hmm. some other guys taking the locker room by storm. Some other guys taking the locker room. When you guys were dreaming of this and speaking this into existence, did the story end maybe not only with hoist, hoisting a Lombardi trophy, but with you guys in gold jackets not too far down the road? 804. 804, WCA. Um, this is... This is my guy. This is everything I ever dreamed of um, and more. So uh, I'm just really excited about the opportunity. I can't lie. I, I'm, I'm looking at it. I feel it. Um, and I think this is the biggest blessing, you know, in my entire life. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Back talking about the Cleveland Browns. You heard the video. Jarvis is emotional. You know, his boy, his boy, his boy from LSU is... Uh, back with him reunited reunited and it feels so good the press conference was interesting obj seemed very cool calm collected as he always is you know outside of the field <laughs> but um let's what's gonna happen on the field honestly like, like let's have we thought about this now on paper this is like the most talent probably offensively in the league they have kareem hunt pro bowler nick chubb almost ran for a thousand yards last year uh, Odell Beckham Jr., 1,000-yard receiver. Jarvis Landry, 1,000-yard receiver. Antonio Callaway, really good young receiver. Uh, they still got Duke Johnson on the roster. He's probably going to be gone. But, I mean, they're literally – Baker Mayfield, they are stacked offensively. They have one of the best edge rushers in the league, Miles Garrett. Denzel Ward's a great young corner. I mean, everything is looking on the up and up for them. But I think we need to slow down and understand this. When have wide receivers ever been happy about not getting touches? Like, ever. There's only a very few amounts. Like, there's a lot of mouths to feed. A lot of mouths to feed. Imagine having Kareem, Kareem Hunt, probably for the, his first two seasons of the league, was a top five running back statistically, at least. If you want if you want to, you know what I mean? His first two years entering the league. And now he's going to be on that team. Nick Chubb, excellent young running back. How are they going to work out that work out that dynamic? Then you have Jarvis and OBJ. Yeah, it was nice in college when you guys were splitting reps, but now you guys are trying to eat, trying to you know trying to get another contract eventually. You know, what happens when you know one of you gets two catches in a game? What happens when you don't you potentially don't get a thousand yards in a season, and that stuff affects your Hall of Fame credibility going forward? All those types of things. I mean, players think about this. This, this could go up in flames. We've seen super teams before. Don't forget. Remember the Eagles super team uh, a few years back? <laughs> uh, Michael Michael Vick, Vince Young, Namdi Asamoah, uh, those cast of characters. I mean, I mean, what? And that, that, blew, that blew up immediately. Mm-hmm. So are they, and you know, my, my coach, John Harbaugh, said he, they're the most talented team, you know, in the, in the division, which is... <laughs> I mean, I can't argue with that. But at the same time, talent, talent doesn't win doesn't win all the time in football. The Patriots are the best example of that. I mean, never the most talented team and somehow always find a way to be there at the end. So 
everyone, let's take a deep breath on the Browns. I know people are excited. People are hype. Relax. Relax. What do you guys think? Are the Browns overhyped? The Browns are... They are overhyped, man. (laughs) (laughs) I I, got to go with you. Um, They are overhyped. I I just feel as if... uh, First off... The media is a crazy thing. Speaking as a, yeah, I guess a media person from this angle, I don't know, but uh, are the we media. Yeah, I, I don't guess, know. I don't know. Are we it's kind of early? Yeah, yeah. Are we media? We're speaking on it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're speaking on it, but like just in general, just the talk around this whole situation. Um, like it seems like for Odell, he's been the central point of it all. Uh, I feel like last year, even with the Browns having the hard knocks year, yeah, yeah, going yeah. up and down and being able to compete within their division for the first time, it seemed like forever. I remember when they had their first tie in the beginning of last season. Everybody went crazy for that. I know. So the Browns have come a long way in order to actually be the media darlings that they are now, to have this overhyped label that yeah. we give them now. Um, but they do have it uh, because they haven't proven anything. They haven't even made the playoffs right. one time. Think about Browns fans. Like, how hard must it be right now for them to, like, temper expectations for themselves? It's tough. Like, uh, it's, it's impossible. Tough, it has man. to be. Like, they must be thinking we're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. They will. It's tough. Especially playing a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers that's going to be trying to prove themselves within their division. Uh, playing teams like uh, Kansas City or or New England. Like these. Are, <laughs> yeah, why don't you say Baltimore? <laughs> what is, what's going on here? I mean. Teams like Cincinnati. I'm not going to say Cincinnati. Like, did he not? Why, how are you just going to skip over just, Baltimore? I, I'm just talking about the AFC elite teams yeah. that are up there trying to. Steelers aren't elite. Anyway, continue your point. You make your point. Either way, I'm talking about those teams. And just in general, they're going to have to make it past the gauntlet of those teams. Baltimore, too. Sure. But, (laughs) I mean. The slight, man. But we're definitely going to have to see them prove it. And and that's going to be the biggest part of it. And um, it's going to be really, a lot of the way is going to fall behind a guy, Baker Mayfield. And I feel like that's not going to get talked about as much because the the divas on the court or the field are going to be Landry and yeah. and Odell. We see it already with the Nike commercial with the whole, like, we did this together at LSU, and now we are here yeah, man. all these years later. Like, they're putting the team morale behind them. I'm interested to see what that means for the locker room around a first-year head coach like Freddie Kitchens. Uh, it's going to be a lot for them to, in order to deal with yeah. for the first half of the season, so watch out. You I don't pointed, know. You pointed it out. That's a great point. That's so huge. But they do have the receiver coach from college and Odell's, uh, so LSU's Oh, it's, it's, I'm super sentimental now. And uh, and yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful story. And uh, and Odell's you know coaching on the Giants as well, so it should be interesting. But I, yeah. I'm really excited about this because uh, during the time Odell and Jarvis were at LSU, those were kind of my peak LSU days. You know, I, I thought bet. I was going to go to college there, <laughs> so, so I was doing early scouting. You, right? You trying and, to block for him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, okay, I'm gonna be playing with Odell, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I'm actually not too worried about, like, I know Terry mentioned the catches earlier. Like, uh, when Odell and Jarvis were on the team, one, I thought Jarvis was better than Odell in college. And two, uh, they were playing with Zach Menberger. I don't know if you guys remember Zach Menberger. Oh, yeah. Zach Menberger in the league. Played for the Titans for a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. That was their QB, and Baker Midfield is way better than that guy. And, you know, I I don't know. Their offense is going to be nice, right? Uh, I do think they're not overhyped. I think they will be kin to get overhyped, though, as the teams get over I mean, girl, when you get, you know, a little preseason games or they yeah. might get their first one of the season and, mm-hmm. oh, it's over. Or they might beat the Steelers and they're like, oh, it's, yeah. it's it Brown's time. But uh, right now, I think with the sign, you know, with Odell, their offense is really good. 
I'm not too worried about the hype yet. Uh, yeah. Just, I think we just got to wait and see, really. I think this is going to be a big test for Baker's leadership ability. Yeah. Like, I really do. 100%. Like, a lot of people, some people have questioned if he's mature enough. I mean, no one's questioned the fight in him because he, I mean, he's a dog. Well, like, I think he's a great, I think he's a good leader. Yeah, no, and I, I'm, sure. I, I think yeah. this is a huge test, though. This yeah. is a huge test. I'm not saying, like, I think, I think he's a, I think he's a good leader. I think he knows how to galvanize people. But I mean, there's other parts of leadership. Like, it's going to be, he's going to have to say no a lot mm-hmm. to Odell at some point. Jarvis might be going. He has to keep, just keep feeding Jarvis. You know, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of things that are going to, there's a lot of tests that are gonna, you know, because yeah. this yeah. this head coach thing is kind of like th- it's kind of a throw off for me, because I I don't know I don't know what he's gonna do mm-hmm. I don't know if he's a leader. Oh, he see yeah he see and, and from the little I've seen of him he just sees kind of like a, you know, happy go lucky like he was the former OC that it doesn't seem like there's like a ton of respect you know what I mean? Yes, yeah. to earn that. Yes, to lot. earn the respect and when you were already the OC like you know like, there's a difference between your OC and your head coach mm-hmm. like yeah, you you, you can you can you can talk to your OC any type of way you can you know you can joke and all that stuff when this head coach time it's a little different like yeah. he's on the other side of the field now you know what I mean so like um is the head coach thing is kind of out of the way I'm more focused on Baker mm-hmm. this is gonna be a huge test for Baker. I, but I can't wait to see it. I mean, I, I don't want them to win, obviously, like <laughs> at all. But I'm very, I'm gonna be very like uh, the Ravens Browns games now. Oh my gosh, I can't, I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I again, I think I said this a couple podcasts ago, but I am excited about some football, man. Oh I'm yeah, so I know. I can't wait. Different. I can't wait. Draft season's probably coming up on us soon, man. Again, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting the itch. I'm getting the itch. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have. One more set. We have one more section for the program. Final countdown. Big topics. Controversial opinions. You already know what it is. We got our boy Malik back this time for it. Hope y'all ready. We're coming up next. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back for the final segment of the show. It's that time. It is time for final countdown. Big topics, controversial opinions. My guys, are you ready? Yes, sir. Two minutes. Let's go. Who is your favorite to win the final four, Kenneth? Yeah, I'm going to go with Virginia, the only one seat left. <laughs> all right, Malik. Go Tigers. Auburn. Wow. All right, all right. I was, t- I was torn between Auburn and Michigan State. I'm going to go with Michigan State. Next question. The Lakers have decided to rest LeBron for the last six seasons of the game. Is this a good look or a bad look for the Lakers? Uh, It doesn't matter. (laughs) Meaningless basketball. Playoff mode deactivated. Yeah, I I agree. It's not not a big deal for people complaining. Get over it. The Thunder have now tanked to eighth place in the Western Conference. (laughs) Are they still a threat? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. You don't want to play them still. It doesn't matter. The Warriors are avoiding them first round. I don't want to. I don't know if they're avoiding them, but you don't want to play them. Yeah, no, I want to play them. If a team can't shoot free throws and hit threes, I'm all about that in this league. Next question. Who's your coach of the year? It's been an interesting season. Kenneth, who are you thinking? Michael Malone of the Nuggets. Wow. Okay. Okay. Great pick. 100%. With Kenneth, Mike Malone. Mike Malone. 1,000%. I think I'm going to go with Nate McMillan. After losing your best player and still staying in a in a – uh, a, a, the third seed or fourth seed all year. Kudos to you, man. Honorable mention Doc. Yes. Honorable mention to Doc. And I agree. Kenny Atkinson. Yes. Yeah. All, oh, all, yeah. all great oh, picks. Yeah. All great picks. Next, LeVar Ball has said Mellow Ball will be bypassing the G League and going straight to Europe. 
Is this a good move or a bad move for the big baller brand? I think this is a good move because in the G League, you're just getting bullied by all adults. This is a terrible. Did you just get back from Europe, bro? Stop. Yeah, stop this. Yeah, this is a bad move. This is a really bad move. Like, why did? Why does this? Why is Levar doing this to this kid again? Oh, he's smart. <laughs> let him. Let him. Let him. Let him try and figure. Let him try and figure out his college el- eligibility, and see if or try and play in the G League. If he's like that, he will be successful. Five seconds. Should NFL players be getting guaranteed contracts? We see no. what baseball. We see what baseball's no. doing. No. 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 Yes, they should. Yes, they should. That is two minutes, no. ladies and gentlemen. Oh, this was the last segment. <laughs> Final countdown. Big topics. Controversial opinions. We came with that heat again. We will be back next week. Back, back. Welcome back, Malik. Welcome back, Malik. Feel welcome. Let's get it. Yeah. Let's get it. Thanks Yo. again, everybody. Of course. Of course. Yes, sir. All the time. Peace. Love, Peace. love.